What's up, friends? It is your girl, Sarah from Sarah Saz here. I cannot tell you how excited I am for this YouTube Live. One, I have not been on a YouTube Live. I've done them here and there in the past couple of months, but regularly and having guests on and things that are happening in the community. And right now, if you guys are resellers, you know whatnot is like big in the community. What you should you be on it? Lots of high influencers or uh Big influencers are on there crushing it. Hustleby is one of them. Um, I would consider him a big influencer and he is definitely crushing it. But I also wanted to have different perspectives on as well. People who have tried it, people who are still trying to get to that level that Ken is on. Um, and questions for you guys as well. If you have backend questions, how does this work? How do you get in? All of those, we are here for it. So before we kind of get into all of that, as we wait for people to hop on. I have a couple of housekeeping things to go over. If you guys are here, let me know who's here in the chat. I love engaging with everybody. Uh, Kendra and Tori and Ken will also be in the chat engaging as well if you have questions specifically for them. So definitely drop those questions. Let me know if you're here and if you sell on whatnot or not. I'm looking like kind of weirdly on my camera. Let me move it. Um, okay, so a couple of things before we get into it. I was on the eBay for Business podcast today. So if you guys uh, listen to the eBay for Business podcast, I highly recommend it, not just because I was on today, but it is a great resource. They're always talking about current things and updates that are happening. They get questions that come in. I always learn something when I watch it. Uh, so I did put that as a link pinned to the top of the chat, as well as in the description down below my session, but then the podcast all together. And then the eBay open is coming up. So I know this is about whatnot, but resellers in general, the eBay open is coming up next week. I am presenting on tools and analytics and Ken is actually, I'm always backwards. Ken is presenting on social media for resellers as well. So definitely check that out. If you aren't registered, they will be putting everything on their eBay for business YouTube, which I have linked down below as well. I learn something every time that I go um, and I kind of appreciate that it's virtual so that I can do it in between picking kids up and all of that. Definitely worth it. Even if you've been reselling for a while, there's lots of good information that comes out of that. I have a big announcement coming tomorrow. If you guys follow my channel, you saw that I have a premiere tomorrow. I think at like maybe 2.30. Uh, so definitely head on over and hit the notification for that. I'll be in the chat for the big announcement. I'm super excited. I've been contemplating doing something for a while and decided to just pull the trigger and super excited to share what that is with you guys as well. And then one other thing, if you look down below, there's a new button for you guys if you want to become a member. Uh, that is an option now with a couple different tiers. So let's get into it. Let me jump over to the chat, see who's here, and then we will uh, introduce everyone on the panel. So Girly Girl Styles is going to be, oh, Tori is right there. If you guys don't follow Tori, please do. She, her and her husband are like some of my favorite people in the world. Uh, Rosie is here at Thrifting, aka Thrifting Babe. She was at, we met her last week as well. Uh, Ken and I did at the eBay headquarters. Uh, Annis, I'm not even going to try and say her name. Does anyone, Ken, do you know how to say it? Anesthetic. Oh. Yeah, but then it's Miss Lainey and it's, yeah, I don't know. But she's yeah, amazing. Anna. Anna, yes. Uh, Anna, that's her name on um, social media and then as well as I think her store. She has an amazing book. Um, I have it right here. I don't know what I did with it, but she wrote a book on eBay. So Anna, I'll let you put that in the chat. It's an amazing book on taking your time back and creating efficiencies. She has like 12,000 items, I think, on eBay listed. So definitely she knows her stuff. Um, so she'll put that. I'll have her if she's still on, put that in the chat if you guys are interested in that. Okay, so we're already getting things. Super hard platform. Worst reselling experience so far. Following required. So this is interesting because I want to get into this because I think we're not seeing this perspective so much on social media. Uh, let's see. Seventh floor closet here. Hello. Welcome so much. Ginger Marvin. She's a Colorado person too. We've gone thrifting before. Definitely check out her channel. She does amazing what sold videos almost daily. Sarah, Sarah are you getting into what not? Um, currently, I'm not. We'll see what happens by the end of this if I decide if I want to or not. Uh, we have so we're we're getting straight to it. Let's get straight into it. We're getting people wanting to talk about it. Let's get into it. I'm gonna have everybody introduce yourself a little bit, background, maybe how long you've been reselling, what platforms you've been selling on, and then maybe just a high level experience with whatnot, whether you're currently on, you're not on anymore, kind of your experience with it as of right now. Who's going first? Oh, sorry. We'll go. Um, we'll start with. Kendra. <laughs> 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 
<clears throat> All right, I'm Kendra. Um, I do have a YouTube channel and an Instagram, and I recently started like social media a little bit more. But I do think that my experience on whatnot, because I've recently started doing social media, has had a big impact on how I sell and whatnot. Um, it's slow. I'm not gonna lie. And like, I had some big influencers of mine that got me into it. They thought it was a good way um, to spread my wings. I primarily sell on eBay, um, and I've tried it, and I'm in the middle about how I feel about it. I know that it's like any other platform in order for you to grab your audience, you have to do it consistently. Um, but it is kind of a, it's kind of a negative feeling knowing that some of the stuff I'm selling my items for, I can get way more on eBay for it. Um, and that can be very discouraging. I do like the live features that whatnot has to offer. I just think that it's a lot more fun to communicate and get on a one-on-one -on -one level with the people that you're selling your stuff to. You get to learn about what they want to see more of. And it's just good to have the like, same people come back and come and buy from you. It's a good feeling. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say that followers is, you're definitely going to have followers and you definitely got to be consistent. And my issue right now is that it's hard to consistently have 20 and 30 item shows on whatnot and get that much inventory. Um, and still have enough inventory to spread out to my uh, my eBay store and continue to make money. So if you have a lot of inventory. So you, I'm making notes because you touched on quite a few things and I saw everyone nodding. <laughs> on those. And I actually want to take it back a step. It seems like most of the people who are watching or who are in the chat know what Whatnot is. Um, but if someone wants to, because I've kind of been following from afar. Um, so if someone wants to jump in and kind of give just like a high level what it is so if people are just joining and getting in they kind of know what we're talking about right so i guess i'll take that my name is ken the hustle bee uh the hustle bee on instagram uh, i've been selling started my journey reselling journey on ebay uh mostly sneakers and streetwear category so this whatnot app you know um never really heard of it until glenn the hustler acts told me about it that youtubers are talking about it um i actually don't follow a lot of reselling youtubers uh, I don't consume that kind of content. So it was brought up. So I wasn't, you know, my influence was just coming from a friend that's like, hey, I think this is a cool platform. And so whatnot is an, a live selling auction app. It's not only auction and there is other bite now features as well. But think about this as Instagram live with the capability of actually purchasing uh, through that live. So that's kind of like the high level of it. Um, you just pretty much turn on the camera. I mean, it's you know, just the basics of it, right? And then sell something, show it, people, usually an auction bid, right? Um, so my experience with whatnot, I started uh, end of March. Uh, my point of view of it was I wanted to try something different. I haven't really tried anything different uh, seriously and just kind of like go all in uh, since we started eBay. My philosophy is focus on one, kill it on one, and then possibly branch out. Uh, so this is my possibly branch out moment. Um, I never really looked at it as a um, money making as of the get go. I actually expected to lose money from the thing. Uh, there's this thing of called of uh, that they call it cause of acquisition, right? Of customer. So for me, I gave up $200 item for a giveaway, a sneaker, and right off the rip, I had like 350 uh, uh, viewers on my first live, and with promotions behind it right on instagram stories so i really didn't have anything because i haven't i've only like been in the app like a week i got approved and then i went live so i didn't i didn't have any direct feedback or coaching yet from other people when did so, it if any of you guys know when did it start so you both started like in march is it like brand new then so, or is it so the app has been uh it's on now like two years i'm going to three years okay. i started but on so like card, this year sporting cards category right yeah. Um, sneakers was started fall last year, so it's not even a year old for sneakers category. Because okay. I feel like it's really like come into population in the past year. Yes, correct, correct. Which which is mainstream influencers and stuff like that, which is what we hear, right? We're on the eBay clothing sneaker, so we got impacted by the ads and the influencers off the gate. But but right. two years ago, it's been creating massive havoc in the card category cards and sports oh, that makes sense because i would not come across right that. so we would we won't <laughs> have any direct you know so but now if you look at like uh you know youtubers talking about it they've you know they were the launch so 
Okay. So, and then now they're so so yeah that's what that's what i do uh that's i think the short uh uh run through with what the app is okay uh we will get to tori and then we're already getting questions and i have a whole slew of questions yes. so tori if you want to introduce yourself i'm going to give tori a real quick shout out because if you guys follow my channel you've seen tori multiple times on for many different reasons um her and her husband are definitely one of my favorite people we've never met in person but just the care that they have for the world and what they do um, is just definitely follow her on social media, all platforms. She's just one of they he's not here, but they are some of the best people that you will ever meet on the Internet. Go ahead, Tori. <laughs> oh, you're on mute. You're on mute. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Are we past that now? Aren't we past that telling people they're on mute? Um, anyway, how do I follow that, Sarah? Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Uh, so kind of my background, I have been reselling since I was like little, right? Like before it was even online or anything. Um, and then in 2018, I started Poshmark. So I'm not an eBay person. And I know that's kind of shocking to a lot of people. But um, can you said something, you focus on one platform and you kill it. And before you move on to something else. And that's kind of the way that we focused on it. We've branched out here and there, but we really did the Poshmark thing. Um, and what we used to do, and I do have a YouTube channel and um, I have a pretty big social media following on TikTok and, you know, those type of things. Um, and what we used to find is we would do a ton of YouTube lives and do thrift hauls. And with those live thrift hauls, we would make a ton of sales, either people going to Poshmark and purchasing or reaching out directly um, to get maybe a better deal. And we loved it. We loved the community. We loved the way that it worked. So um, when uh, Whatnot reached out to me and said, hey, we are changing things a little. We And I had never heard of it at all. And they said, hey, um, we are looking for resellers to come in and sell more of like clothing or handmade goods. And I was interested, but then I was like, okay, I don't have time to focus. And then just like Kenza, as soon as I started seeing it with people that I recognize, I don't follow and I don't consume a lot of reseller content either online. But when I started seeing people talk about it, I was like, maybe I should dive in. So I did, tried it. It, it wasn't the same as YouTube lives. It didn't have the same feeling. And I definitely did not have an overwhelmingly great experience. I will say it wasn't horrible that I would never do it again, but it was, you know, it, it didn't feel like it was worth my time, honestly. And that's not that I won't do it again, but the average sale price, the time it took to ship, the time it took to prep, that was a little hard. So that's kind of where my opinion is on and whatnot. But I think that there is so much potential out there. It just really depends on what you're doing. And that's, so there's someone did ask, am I on it? And I, I haven't done it, but me and Tori are fairly similar in their numbers and time and how we look at things. Um, and I'm getting that sense in talking to other people and doing research on what it really is before even jumping in, that it would not produce the outcome for me, at least short term. Um, I think maybe, and this is with anything that you do, you put the time into it, you might get there eventually. But like Kendra, to Kendra's point, you know, she's been putting the time in and doesn't have, and this is what I'm going to get to next is what I heard from everybody is social media following. Um, and what I, I've been thinking in my head, you know, everyone that you're seeing that's crushing it are these big influencers. Uh, so one, I'm thinking they're getting paid to do this. And so they're getting, you know, they're getting paid to be on there and crush it and maybe inventory it, whatever it is to really promote it, because that's how marketing works right now. You get these big influencers and it trickles down to the rest of us. Um, so I'm, and I don't know if anyone can speak to that or in the chat as well, if that's kind of a little bit of what we're seeing, not saying that it's bad. That's how social media marketing works right now. Um, but we have to be mindful of we're not all there. <laughs> I don't have a hundred thousand or a hundred thousand followers. And a lot of people, resellers that follow me don't have social media at all. So as we were talking about social media, some people mentioned in the chat as well, I want to hear your guys' opinions. We're just going to jump in. You don't have to necessarily go around in an order um, about social media being a prerequisite essentially for selling on whatnot. I and, a large, and a large social media, I guess I would say. So I'll speak to that just from what I've seen, because I even though I haven't sold very much on there, I have been jumping into different shows and I have jumped into people that have four, you know, people attending people that have 40. I mean, I wanted to see the whole thing. And initially, my thought was, yes, you had to have a social media following to be successful. But I have seen a few smaller resellers that have actually built that don't do social media, um, you know, and they have built their following over on whatnot because they put in the time and the focus there. So. I think that it can be beneficial for certain people, but 
I think that the smaller um, folks can also be successful, but you, you do have to work at it, I think. What, I'm gonna let you guys finish. I wrote down a question. I have another follow-up question for that. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything to add? For, for me, I think, I think a, a social media, we call it social media, right? But it's actually a brand, right? Uh, you have a brand, right? Yeah. And, and for me, in my category, sneakers and streetwear, if you have a trending product, it would sell itself in any other platform you do. So, so for me, I don't think so. Social media is a plus. I think it's just it's an extra. But with great products, you do great. Like so, I am in a lot. Uh, I'm in a lot of uh, women's uh, thrift because, like, I shop for my wife. Fun fact, anything that you see my wife wear is I shopped it. Anything. Oh, for, really? <laughs> yeah. Like all you the outfits outfit for eBay uh, uh, thing, I shop, I shop all that, all for all and whatnot. Oh, well, um, congrats. She was so cute. So what I actually noticed, if you, have, if you have good brand, if you have good brand, you will always have people in that stream. Like put Lululemon, whether, whether it's a clickbait or not, right? And then let the people really attest to it if it's rep, right? Lululemon uh, branded items, you'll bring the people. And so, I think what's different within the sneaker category, people, Jordan wants hype items like $3,000. You eventually bring. And also, too, on the other end, people that don't have money just wants to wa watch it and see how much it goes for. So oh, now, do you get anything from people watching? No, I mean, but but actually, like when you have more people in your room, it's actually more attractive to somebody, right? Right, like, right. But it's not like YouTube. If more people watch, you get paid. Right, like there's but more people, right? So it's attractive, right? So I go in, and if you have a decent stream, right, not terrible. I always say like this platform with good product and decent performance, you'll do great but put it on any other platform put a decent photo i'll beat you anytime right because because all of a sudden there's no human factor or like talent factor to it yeah um so yeah. i think that's my take on it like if if i would start from scrap uh like uh, going to tori's point whatnot would be the best <laughs> starting platform right now to build a brand because then you could be so personable mm -hmm. and you have that face-to-face -face thing factor that you're not going to please everybody but you're going to please somebody and that people that way that's where you gain brand loyalty um uh, and also to in a in a bigger perspective over in asia live streaming has took over the selling platforms there and i've seen it happen even with my friends in the philippines they actually just go live on Instagram and uh, Facebook and they do cash app and then they literally send a send it. It's because of a strong brand that they did. They didn't they don't even need a platform to facilitate the shipping for them. So, so I think that's my, my take on that one. And this is why you guys will find out that I spent a week with Ken and came home and was like, well, obviously I have to sell on it because he like definitely like really makes you think about it and like that whole gimmick i was like well duh like why wouldn't you be on it mm -hmm. um so but i think he has a lot of points and i think one of the things too is like your brand if you are a seller who wants a brand um definitely starting out there or even if you already have a brand it could be a great way to interact mm -hmm. if you're someone who doesn't i mean not everybody likes that or <laughs> wants to have a brand they just want essentially like a garage sale on ebay it may not be that's was a terrible way to say it, but you know what I mean? Um, it may not be the place for them. Um, Kendra, I want your take. And we can see Anne said here basically what Ken was saying. She put in the chat as uh, before he had said it. But Kendra, what's kind of your take on it? Because I think probably out of everyone's social media following, yours is the smallest. You are mm -hmm. on social media, but yours would probably be the smallest. So I'm interested to hear your perspective. Yep. I've recently started my social media. My YouTube, I've been on for a year, but I'm not consistent by any means at all. And Instagram, I just started a business Instagram to keep my personal stuff separate because I realized that I was deterring a lot of people that was interested in my reselling away from myself because I was putting too many personal things in there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with a couple of things that Ken said, just in my own opinion, just from the experiences that I've had. 
So I used to get wholesale Lululemon from a local buyer from here. Um, and I used to pay five to $10 a piece. And I decided when I jumped on whatnot that I was going to sell Lululemon. Um, I always tell myself uh, now that I've experienced it on whatnot, not to short yourself because you might not always get a big following. And I'm a, as a whatnot. So I source on whatnot and I try to source from the little guys that aren't doing that well. And I actually find that a smaller audience, um, on a single live is more attractive than a larger one because I don't think I'm going to get as good of a deal um, mm. as you, one might think you would if you had a bigger following. So I tend to support the little people um, and you can bid up so you, you know that you're paying for a good deal. But I do find that if you have a very small audience, regardless if you're selling Lululemon, I made the mistake right in the beginning and I sold a lot of luxury items like Veronica beards, some runway stuff. Um, I had never picked up Louis Vuitton until recently. I bought a storage unit and I was like, I'm going to sell it and whatnot. And I made $25 on it and I honored it. And I just sent it out because I thought this item was going to get racked up dollar, dollar, dollar. And then it didn't. And I lost out. I'm not going to say my number, but I definitely think that comparative to what I could have sold it on eBay for, I lost like a few hundred dollars maybe closer to like that seven, $800. So I've kind of tuned it down to instead of two shows a week, like one show. And that's if I have the product, but I have tried selling luxury and nice items on whatnot. And I just don't get the following. And like, right. if I was consistent with it, maybe, but it's hard to be consistent with items that I know I could put on eBay and make 35 to $55 on them within like a couple of weeks. But I know that it's very appealing to some people. Um, but yeah, just the experience that I've had on whatnot, like it makes me want to keep trying, but now I'm kind of in the middle uh, with the products that I have. I've been trying to uh, like advertise it more on my shorts, like on YouTube and Instagram. And I think that I have brought a few people over because when you refer people to whatnot and they sign up new with it and they use your credit, you get a $10 credit, they get a $10 credit. So I know that some of the people that I've told this about via Instagram and YouTube have followed me and come over. And then I consistently see regular names that come up from like watching YouTube or communicating with me on Instagram, I'm seeing them in my whatnot shows too. So I know, do know that I do feel like you have to have somewhat of a following, but yeah, you do. I do agree that you have to create your own brand and your brand is yourself. So the more consistently you are, you got to have a likable personality. I think I can be very monotone and boring sometimes depending on the mood or how much coffee I haven't had. Um, haven't but had. I do, I do try to keep it exciting. Yeah. Yeah, there's always something going on in my house. So the background is always exciting. It's sometimes so. But I do feel like you are your own brand. You have to brand yourself as a person about what you have. But <clears throat> just from experience. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I, oh, go ahead. Let's, let's, I think, preface the whole show and give the audience, like, what's big, right? Like, what's big and what's small. Like, I consider myself small. Yes. But you call me big here, right? Um, it's valid. So, yeah, it's valid. If everyone wants right, to get so let's 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 go around the table and see like what's your whatnot following and just your Instagram following, right? So right now I have twenty four thousand followers on Instagram, organic growth, and then I have about eleven thousand followers on whatnot, uh, right now. And my typical live stream goes from hundred fifty people to I've had eight hundred people in my live stream. So that's 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 my perspective coming through this right so just go ahead um yeah go ahead kendra so i have like i have like 550 instagram followers like 500 youtube followers but then on whatnot i have like 700 followers oh so that's interesting so then you're yeah. building it on whatnot and kind of doing the opposite instead of what we're seeing a lot of social media bringing it over you're yeah. actually have more followers on whatnot it actually took a shorter time to get that many followers on whatnot so I got that many followers in like six months versus like my Instagram I've had for like probably less than that. And then my YouTube I've had for over a year. How many shows a week are you doing consistently to get that many followers though? Since my wedding though, I've only had like two. So since like beginning of August, I've only actually had like two. But before that, I was consistently doing like one every Tuesday. Okay. So once a week. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to get to, so there's quite lots of questions in the comments. I'm going to get to things I want to touch on too, is like your time in your ASP. Cause we've all kind of touched on that, how much it is compared to some of the other platforms. Um, Tori, I, I didn't want to cut you off, but I want people to know that there's lots of information still coming, um, to kind of figure out if this is right for you. Tori, do you want to let us know what your following is? 
Yeah, and with my mind's even interesting because I've only done the one show on whatnot. So my perspective again is from that different. Mm. I went on, I watched it a bunch, I tried it out, and that's how. Um, so my whatnot following is I think 257. I don't know because I don't ever look at it, but I keep every day I get a notice that someone's following me, and I think that's from social media because my social media, even though I'm not selling on there, I'm still getting people that are following me. Um, because I have like 7,600 on Insta, 7,600 on YouTube, or so, I don't know, and then 53,000 on TikTok. So yeah. I get Jordan's like low key a superstar on TikTok. Like, but it's all crafting, just so everyone knows. Yeah, it's yeah, not reselling content. Videos, and they're like in the millions now. And I'm like, go, oh, Tori. Like, I'm so excited for you. It's so, yeah. So, my, my, mine is different because I'm not actively selling currently, but that also goes to the point because of my outside influence, I'm getting people that are coming in, like Kendra said, that are signing up or following. So a couple of things that I've taken away from this, I want to touch on, and then we're going to get to the chat and then come back with a couple other questions. A social media following maybe isn't necessary to convert over, but it is a brand, right? Like you're building a brand is not necessarily on eBay where you can put a listing up and someone's searching for it and it comes up, whether you have a storefront right. or not, or you have a nice picture on eBay, even though eBay is like pushing that and Poshmark is Poshmark, they kind of push that, but then it's weird because their algorithm isn't great. <laughs> That's a whole nother life. Um, but you, so you can't, you have to have a brand of some sorts, whether you bring it over or you start it from the beginning. And I liked what Ken said, because this was my per, uh, take when I started eBay was you have to put up that upfront cost. I forget what you called it, but putting in, and to me, it was like a marketing cost, right? Like eBay, mm -hmm. it has all of these people to it. I don't have my own storefront where I would be spending money in advertising. So I I discounted items. I lowered my ASP, whatever I could do. And I kind of thought of it as like a marketing expense for the first six months until mm -hmm. I got things rolling on eBay. So for me, it was worth the investment. And I think anything that you do, you're probably from a business standpoint, you have to be willing to maybe lose a little bit of money, break even, whatever it is. The struggle that I have with most people probably watching, as well as most of you, is we're not starting. We are successful <laughs> or we're doing decent enough on Poshmark, eBay, Depop, all these other ones. Um, and it's so new. Is it and I want you guys to think about this and then we'll get to the chat. Is it worth that investment? Because it is a new platform and we don't know you know, I, I think Ken probably is saying that he is making a lot of money, but you know, Tori was like, ah, maybe it's not worth it for me. Kendra is still like net neutral ish maybe. Um, and has a better, she mentioned a couple of times, you know, things are selling better on eBay. So we're going to jump to the chat. Um, that's kind of what I've been thinking about it and why I haven't jumped into it because I am, I have processes and I'm successful on Poshmark and eBay. Is that where I want to put my time? Um, okay, let's scroll all the way back up. I'm sorry, friends. I get so into these that I kind of forget about the chat. So thank you so much for joining all of us. Um, Kendra's asked, oh, what do you sell on whatnot? And we got into that women's clothing. You did some Lululemon higher and stuff. I really close. Um, time spent, time to spread out inventory to other platforms. Um, I mean, it's a good way to increase your sell through rate, right? Is the more platforms that you're on. Uh, Ken, did you do your first what night, what not show? How many items did you list? How many did you sell for your first shows? Did you lose money? So I think you've touched on some of this, right? I actually, uh, I'll pull it up. Uh, 45 items on my first show, uh, sold 5,200 my first show. Um, my no. mind was, my okay. mind was blown. Right. right. Which is why he kept going. <laughs> right. Like at that point I had 15% profit. I was like, that quick, that fast, right? So now in the back of my head, my business mind was like, volume, here you go, right? Um, at that point, it don't matter what, what product you're selling, right? I mean, like, thing, it don't matter if it's the most expensive shoe or the cheapest shoe. If you're looking at it as a business, looking at it without the attachment to sneakers, because it was actually the hardest thing I've ever done. Like, I love the sneakers. I mean, to Kendra's point, like I could have made a hundred more, right? On a different platform, but maybe 30 days later, right? Not, okay, so, so we're talking quick flip. And I think, would you guys all agree? It's more of a quick flip for a lot yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, but if, but if you have the avenue to get more product at a cheaper rate, now all of a sudden it's a printing machine, money printing machine. Right, like I've had T-shirts, like I'm a devotion there. I've had T-shirts that I bought for five bucks, that sell on whatnot consistently eleven to fifteen dollars. 
and I could run, I've ran 170 items in one show. So look at the profit, right? But those t-shirts won't sell on eBay for that much. And super oh. slow sell through. So then you're right? moving. Yeah. So so now, now it's really not right. Like the it's not, it's more of like finding that product that fits this model and that you're okay with with uh with the profit margin. Because again, like it's it's time versus money, right? At the end of the day, right? Uh the most I've done was uh a twenty-four thousand dollar show, two and a half hours. So I'm looking at it. When right. will I, when will I do twenty four thousand in right in 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 one show or in one month or one week? Like I've done twenty four thousand in a month on eBay, right? So it's like now I'm like looking at looking at time, right? Can I just work twenty four hours hard and then versus do thirty days of fulfilling items, um, and then because again it's it's just a matter of the better buyer you become, the more profitable you get end of story right because the better your profit margins are it don't matter where you sell it now it's a matter of how fast can you sell it and how fast can you buy so so that's where i'm at right now it's like i could totally shift my whole business which i haven't done because i don't want to be kind of like i don't want to be in that grind mode of buying as of the moment uh which is available but I don't want to. So that's where uh, me and Sarah had that common commonality. It's just a matter of what you really want, right? Like it's a matter of what you and where you want, where you want to put the time, because you tell me yeah. a, two and a half hour show and I'm imagining, first of all, being on camera for two and a half hours, like doing that persona and being like, Hey, yeah, that just sounds exhausting. First of all, mm -hmm. and not to mention the amount of time that it took to buy yeah, all yeah. of that inventory get it organized i don't know if you do listings or not but getting it in there so that you can mm -hmm. at least buy it and then i'm just imagining how many hours you spent shipping and well, like it's I mean, exciting but like yeah. you're probably say it's a full day right whether whether you whether you spread out the listing over a month or whether you spread out the fulfillment of 170 items in one month it takes the same time right just in a different right? way like for me i don't have a full day to yeah it's just how you batch it right like again I, we don't have kids me and my wife are crazy enough to do this all in neck deep so well and for you too right you spend the one day doing it and then you guys have six days and you can go on a vacation yeah and we love to travel we're out of town two times a month like we're out of town like probably like eight days a month tori were you gonna say something i so i was just gonna say Came off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it really depends on your business model. So just listening to what Ken's saying, I mean, that's like the bull, you know, lots and lots of inventory for me. I am very, you, you know, Sarah, you said this, I'm concerned with time because my average cost of goods is about $5. Mm -hmm. So if I am on whatnot and I'm selling things between, you know, one and $10, which is, I mean, okay. And again, to level set, I did one show. I've watched a lot of shows, but these items, people, what I've found is people are expecting lower prices or you don't have the people there to raise up the price. So for me, that business model isn't working because, you know, my, my, the show, the blah, English, the show that I did, I documented everything and it did. We spent, um, I made 121, sold 18 items. Average sale price was 462 and I spent six and a half hours total. So when you're looking at all of that, for someone who's doing this like part-time as a part-time hustle or even just as a full-time with higher priced goods, that doesn't work for that business model. Right. And I mean, two points, maybe you do it for a couple months and then it would be worth it. But if you're already successful on Poshmark and I think you probably have some um, handmade stuff on Etsy, but if you're already successful there, it may not be worth it for you. But if you're really just starting or you're wanting to venture out, it may be worth it. What I'm hearing from most people is to get successful, you are putting in probably upfront costs, like by losing money on inventory or giving things away, right? To get people there and time. Um, and then that's going to depend on your drive. And if you do have a social media following from somewhere else and um, which I think is important. And I think it's not something that's really been talked about and shared that I've seen in the community. You're seeing the people that are like, oh, I did $24,000 in one day. And I'm so excited, you know, for Ken, of course, for doing that. But this is why I wanted to have different perspectives on I'm not saying it's not a great place. Um, I'm, I hope that a lot of you guys have success with it. But that as you get on, you're thinking about it's taking and the other thing too, 
is I'd be interested to hear as well that you're taking, there's only so much time in the day. So you're taking time away from eBay that is successful and losing money. It may be good in the long run. Uh, You know, investments Mm -hmm. have to be made in businesses. Um, But these are things that I want everyone to be thinking about uh, as they kind of think about whether they should get on whatnot or not. Uh, It's feel, I feel like it's a good tool to have, but it's not replacing any of my platforms. Things aren't selling for, for more than $10. So a lot of my following is um, clothing resellers. So I'm finding like Ken has sneakers that people want. Um, And I think, you know, as you said, it started with like collectibles and uh, cards, which are things that like you can you can have that bidding war with. I don't think I can envision most of myself. You're not going to have a bidding war with a pair of American Eagle jeans. Like it's just not going to happen. That's not my inventory, um, which is another reason that for me, I'm like, I don't, and I don't have an influx in inventory either. I think when I was doing pallets, it probably would have been good to where I keep the 30% that are going to sell really high for me on eBay. And then I can just offload at least for cost or maybe make a couple quick bucks on those. And I've talked to a couple of people who do pallets and that's kind of their business model. Um, They have like a cult following, anything they post will sell. So she's talking about uh, social media, like some of the bigger ones that are on there, anything they're buying the brand, not the product. Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of people, I think Ken's is the product. I've seen. I, I don't see that is. yet on my end. Uh, no, no, no. But I think because... yours is the product, is what I'm saying. Because you're yeah, in the shoe yeah. and you get those bidding wars because you have like the shoe that no one can find. Yeah, yeah. But but also to to preface, the trending products are a lot harder to get. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything hype. Right. Like yes. LVs they're hard to get and when you get a hold of them that's why you price it so much and would prefer the highest amount of profit on a different platform because it was hard to get yeah right like like if it was easy to get i'd get that product over and over again and be a millionaire tomorrow right but i think I me mean, to uh tori and uh, kendra's point is like if it's a valuable item like you don't want to short yourself or you purposely short yourself for long-term gain yes yes right because what I've, seen is, I've seen a lot of people that have good inventory and what they do is their whatnot is their lower end inventory they ruin their brand and whatnot now they're known as the 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 off-brand brand like uh-huh. like sneaker stores sneaker stores go and whatnot and don't want to lose money and they sell their used uh shoes there are like pretty much beat up now their brand and whatnot tank now they're the beat up store now if they run a hype item they'll be like ah, it's probably next to a smelly yeah. shoe or a beat up shoe right that's valid so that's really effective like now all of a sudden like it shifts so for me i've always prided myself to own i have used items but i've only said i'm only gonna put up uh curated like fashionable kind of like you know a runway show uh, that's how I see it. A runway show that I prepped for that night. And that way, like, it's well thought of. But for people that throw stuff at it and just, like, whatever, it becomes your brand. Like, oh, you're the random guy. Oh, you're... And then Glenn, Glenn, perfect example. He's a sneaker seller. But he came in there, I want to be known as the hat guy. Now, he's the hat guy. So... so it's a lot. It's a lot more strategic planning then very very it's super strategic than what you think right like a social media so even if you don't have it is social media selling yeah right which is exhausting and i can see why people don't want to do this um and this is just proving to someone i think one of you guys said this as well sometimes i go and sit in someone's show and that doesn't have many people because so that was an interesting perspective from a buyer's perspective what they're looking at because they're wanting a deal um and i think it depends on what they're looking at sneakers to Ken's point that we were just talking about, he he's going to get those bidding wars because of the product that he has, but he's spending more time finding these products than I play more of a volume game of I'll just sell $20 jeans and people aren't doing bidding wars over it. Uh, Ken, do you think having many whatnot shows a week helps you be successful on whatnot? For me, I haven't tried it. I've seen a lot of people do it. I think it's good, uh, but I think you have to look at your category, like who's the biggest in your category in uh, in and see where you're where you stack uh for me as soon as i hit like nine thousand followers it's been so hard to get it over uh because it's kind of like our categories were eight months old something like that so um you know even jumping to other streams when they say like oh hustle is here oh hustle is here like 
it's it's good to know to be recognized but that's knowing that everybody's followed you or everybody recognize you so for me there's not much to be gain to to gain so as soon as i start realizing that i pretty much pull back on a lot of my giveaways because right follow or giveaway for follow there's not much right i for me it was a dollar per acquisition is what i did so if i give away 200 dollar shoe if i get get 200 followings great next thing you know i give 200 dollar item it's only 50 followers i'm like this is not great so i pull back i'm giving out a t-shirt next time i like well and i like how you break it down too because we talk like these high level like oh but to hear those numbers and obviously they're going to be different for everyone um but they kind of give you kind of a threshold as well too i think if you get a seller you like it feels like you're buying back their brand and so i do think i can see this being successful um if others are going to maybe start taking it on seeing the success on whatnot um i would probably be a little bit more up to do it if it was a platform that i was on that i already knew and i it wasn't a lot of extra work to figure out right how to do it um because that's time consuming up front worth it for some people my lifestyle i'm not trying to add time i'm trying to get my time back um, I think, let me see if we have questions. I did want to, I've done TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and whatnot, advertising awful turnouts. Um, it's interesting to hear. So I think there's definitely a lot of strategy behind it. I'm not a marketing person. I'm not a social media. I don't even have social media personally, <laughs> which people are like, oh, you're on social media all the time. I'm like for work, but like me personally, I don't consume, consume a lot of it. So if it's not really your forte, then it, I mean, this just may not be the platinum, mm -hmm. uh, platform for you. I want to give a shout out. Uh, Reseller's Passion Leslie is also one of my all-time favorite people, um, and I haven't been doing many lives, so I haven't like seen her in a while. I actually rebranded for whatnot. I am a reworker's passion on whatnot. I upcycle, rework, and create sustainable items. I mix my reselling items. I sell more as a handmade seller. I mix regular items. Um, so that's interesting. It's definitely coming out of this conversation that it's about a branding and not just. It's more about the branding and who you are to make it successful than what you, well, I think what you sell is helpful. Um, but not so much like having good SEO and a good list, you know, it's a different, you're spending your time in a different way, right? This is my husband, if you haven't guessed, Mr. Siles. Uh, I have so many, so much anxiety around the thought of managing all those social channels. You are all amazing in being able to manage. Well, thank you. Uh, let's see. I think and Sarah, just to interrupt. So um, Leslie also mentioned down, if you look down the comments, um, that she replaced multiple platforms with whatnot. And I think that's interesting, too, because she's doing handcrafted items. And that's another avenue that is totally different. We haven't really talked about, but it's, you know, you have the sneakers that are popular. You have just the regular clothing, but then you have this, you know, whole community of makers that can show what they're doing and that is an avenue that is super cool and interesting so i love what she's doing there i'd love yeah. to be a painter right now i think painting it live and selling it live yes. imagine like That's i could paint all day if i love painting i'd paint all day and yeah. sell it like well then I'm you get much more personal like a lot of handcrafted yeah. especially right now people want to support small people small business small people yeah. small businesses um so it's it's smart that she did that and it's it's good to hear but and I, i'm interested to know if leslie she has a social media following as well um i don't know exactly how big it is but i know that she definitely has she has podcasts she has youtube she well i don't know that she does much youtube but she is on social media um so i wonder how quickly that came to light because she does have that um Okay, I do want to jump into a few questions. I do have to pick up my kids, so we can't really run too far over <laughs> because they will be stuck at school. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about. We've talked, you know. I think definitely you have to re, you have to brand, and it's a different kind of reselling. Whether you want to spend your time into that or you want to spend your time taking photos and listing, I think it's kind of just where you spend your time. You're likely going to have to put in some upfront cost, time, and money to be successful. But I feel like that's with most platforms um, that you're going to have to learn it. I want to talk a little bit about the back end processes um, and time that's involved in it. Because you say, hey, I sold this much in an hour show, but it wasn't really an hour. I mean, it was an hour show. But to me, you know, Ken had told me when we were chatting a couple of weeks ago, I sold 300 items. And I was like, I, that would take me three days to ship, <laughs> right? Like that sounds awful to me from a money perspective. Yes. Like I would obviously love, but that's what I sell in a month. And there's no way that I would be able to ship 300 items the next day. Um, and we're not going to do it I again. We it. did it once and we're not going to do it again. Right. I learned, I learned, I learned my lesson. <laughs> Which is amazing that you could, but I want to talk. So if you guys want to talk a little bit about 
doing a show, everything that kind of goes into it for people who aren't on the app at, at all. Um, you know, are you listing the items? Are you putting them in? Are you just showing them how to, you know, kind of the back end processes and then associate a time with it? Um, I guess so for me, um, I take one picture and you could post it in your store. I give a quick description. I make sure I put the size, uh, the brand and what it is. And then I always disclose if there's any, I try not to, but I always just disclose if there's any flaws because it's really nice and whatnot. If you don't know, you can have your items in the store and people can go in and make pre-bids before your show even starts. And the more details you have about your items, the better chance that somebody might go in and make a pre-bid before your item actually starts. But um, I honestly, maybe if I put more work into it, I'd get more followers. But I, like I said, I do one picture. I do a quick short uh, title and description with my t-shirts and my pants t-shirts i give measurements armpit to armpit and length so people have an idea of how, what the measurements are but i don't share that until the live um and that does take time to like set aside and put those measurements in same with like the inseam of my pants those take a little bit of time to do um the actual show it's fun for me to interact but i'm get, not gonna lie to do like 30 items takes me 30 minutes to an hour i mean you can set your own time for how long you want to do each individual auction for. I think the lowest time you can do is like 10 seconds. Uh, and it goes all the way up to like one or two minutes. And then there's choices like, um, there's like sudden death where it, when it ends at zero, it just ends. But then there's other there's another option where people bid on your item and they'll bump your clock up like five to 10 seconds. So if you have an item like that and it keeps getting bid on, you know, that could add an extra minute to two minutes per listing. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say, pardon just time in the show. Yeah. So I want to, can you, I mean, I know you you may not know these numbers, but just off your head, yeah. how long it takes you to do an eBay listing versus how long it would take you to do all of that for a whatnot show? Um, so I list, if I'm going to be honest, I list about 25 items per day and I do everything in one day. I clean it right there that day. And then I like lint roll it. I list those items. It takes me for pictures and listings for 25 items. It takes me about two hours. I don't know if that's a good average or that's just what works for me. Um, and it takes me for 30 items on whatnot to do all that, including listing everything in my store. It takes me like four or five hours because I preload everything two or three days before the initial thing goes live because that way people can go in and pre bid on your stuff. Um, and then you still have to go in and sell the item and ship it versus when you have eBay, you put your listing up, you don't got to touch it until somebody buys it. You got to like inventory it and that's it. Yeah. So it's more, time -wise, yeah, time-wise, but it's nice because you're getting rid of your item right now. You don't have to worry about putting it into inventory and waiting for it and waiting for inventory to clear up so you can put more stuff into your inventory. Like you're getting rid of it right now, but time-wise, if you break it down per hour, I might make like 20 bucks an hour, maybe. As compared to? For 30 items. Yeah. As to like eBay, I can make like 50 to $100 an hour. Right. Like I'm established daily on eBay, but when it comes to whatnot, like it's, I'd rather get a part-time job sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes this is not worth it. Yeah. So it would be a good way, like if you just have access to large quantities and in and out yeah. the door, it's like, right, a quick flip or the long game, yeah. uh, which definitely is not my business. That would not <laughs> work for me. I don't have time. And if you have the time, right? Like if time is short. All right. Uh, Ken, let's hear what your uh, time and compare it. You're just on eBay. So kind of compare it to. Right. So, uh, so eBay is, we, we batch list. So and eBay and a regular eBay, uh, we pretty much work like two to three days a week on eBay style because the other days we're just about buying, which is buying, shopping. I, I actually don't consider that work um, because of, of the of the nature of the business. I literally just go in stores and shop, right? Um, so with whatnot, uh, we're at a point that we can get a show together, listed, preview, photo, um in two hours so i could be like hey babe we can let's go live in two hours and get that going so we're so ready. this is a team of two just to be clear ken works with his wife yeah i uh to give you a perspective like this is like 30 uh, uh 45 to 50 items right 
and and this would sell for a thousand to twelve thousand uh and then fulfillment is it would be like i'm looking at my stats it would be like 30 to 40 packages for us so around 300 so you found to a way i mean it seems like you found ways to be pretty efficient with it so as you've been doing it right exactly like, at first it wasn't be. right like yeah. i mean we we did 170 item show it efficiency went down because we were tired right because i had it was too long of a show next thing you know i had to put it up for the next day and actually ship so what we do now is we actually like i we take kind of like power naps before a show uh list a show preview a show you know take an espresso do the hour to hour and a half that's that's my max hour and a half yeah. and then we would take an hour or two to fulfill the items uh after the show and get, uh, this is mostly our show happens between six to midnight every day. So by the next morning, by the next morning, I'm I'm a free man. Yeah, which and is amazing for you. I'm thinking six to so midnight. I get my time back life. from the upfront until the until we do another show. But but now we do three to four shows uh, a, a week, so we could actually do a Saturday or one day and pre-plan all that show and i'm pretty much free till the show happens so, so it seems like for you guys it's really like you have made it work for your lifestyle yeah so so it's accepting that but but the caveat is it's ex accepting that our ebay sales and listing activity has went down 70 percent yeah so now you have revenue, right hindsight right but to put your perspective in the short span amount of time I've done on whatnot, I've done last year's eBay's revenue. So eBay's gone down, but overall, overall revenue has gone up, right? But so let's, but we're talking gross, but yeah. net because you're taking less on whatnot is your net, but still more overall net because I've pushed more products throughout a six month period of time. So you're doing more. Okay. Right. So, so, so now it's just a matter of like how, how far back can I scale it? So now we're in a in a in a kind of like a, a crossroad where we are actually trying to get our eBay back to a manageable size. To let's say I don't want to be th uh, no seventy percent down on eBay. I want to be like only fifty percent down operational wise, yeah. uh, because I, I'm a true believer. You know, the more you do it, the more efficient you become. That's why eBay is like easy easy cake for us, right? right. Three years of going hard, whatnot. Six months of going hard. If I figure it out like this already. I'm like, imagine what I could do in three years. So I, I guess the, the thinking of it long-term and short-term, mm -hmm. short-term, I can get quick cash. I told Sarah, we don't have savings, but I can liquidate my inventory tomorrow and buy a house the next day. Yeah. So, but it's all in inventory. So, so now it's, I guess if you're, for me, where I'm looking at it, I'm staying in this game as long as I, as long as I can and I want to. So might might as well get a three-year plan right so so that's my perspective and again we can look back at this a year or two later and be like man that guy crazy right well i'll, I'll have everyone back next year so mark this Let's on your that. calendar and we'll see if whatnot's even really around anymore right um so we do have a question how do you get accepted oh tori i skipped over you do you want to talk about your time i know you did the one show and it was pretty time consuming compared to what it would take you on like poshmark yeah and i think just with the one show those statistics aren't going to be really i didn't want to skip over you though no and i already told it earlier so we're good. we're good okay okay uh how do you get accepted to sell so i think i want to i could ask this could go on for two hours if i didn't have to pick my kids up so maybe if people are interested we could come back and have another show um i will say give everyone on here a follow. Uh, we have more questions. This is not a wrap up, but mm -hmm. do give everyone on here a follow. Their social media is linked down below um, and they're very active on social media. So if you guys have follow-up questions, definitely feel free to reach out. To, I hope that's okay. <laughs> definitely free, out, free to reach out or you can leave comments if you're watching this after or we've ended and you are still having questions, leave them down below. I probably will not be able to answer them, but I will make sure that one of these wonderful sellers uh, come back and answer for you. So how do you get accepted to sell we have about uh five six minutes left so if you guys do have questions make sure to leave them in the chat uh i've seen seasoned sellers get rejected and then see sellers get accepted who don't even know how to ship what are they looking for it's a problem across the board really i think i mean 
I mean, like even influencers don't know how to ship because they don't run a business, mm -hmm. right? At least in my category, right? I could just make sneaker videos all week, but I don't know how to ship a sneaker because I'm not a seller. Oh, so like influence, not just reseller influencers are coming. Yeah, no, like just yeah, just. Oh, I didn't thought of that. Right? Yeah. So. So do they have like different levels of like this is like on eBay? You'd be like a top rated seller plus to know that the buyer knows that you know how to do this. Or right now they they're doing verified sellers. Um, so that's what they have right now. But again, uh, it's very uh, the 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 rating is actually pretty clear. I think it's kind of like Poshmarky, right? Like you have stars and then days to ship. So so you know if you're above four stars and then days to ship under one day, and then people would definitely really follow you for that. So they've grown, and this is something I think I've answered most of the questions. Um, oh, that's Tori and. Leslie going back and forth. So I think we've answered most of the questions. If you guys do have a question, leave it in the chat, leave it in the comments down below. I don't want to have any questions unanswered. Um, but as we were talking about this, it, things that I've heard in talking with people as well, um, they have grown exponentially fast, right? Um, which is awesome, but there's also a lot of issues that come with that kind of on the back end. Um, so if you guys, I mean, I don't want this to be a like, let's bash them. And if there's things that you don't feel comfortable sharing, but if you guys have any insight, I think this brought up some of it is they're accept, they don't know who to accept, who not to accept, how to tell, to have people ship um, so that people do come on and say, hey, I know that I'm going to get a product that ships. Is there other things that you're noticing that they're kind of having hiccups with? Um, not, I don't want it to be a bashing session, but just so people who are interested in getting on really know. So yeah. for me, for me, so this is weird. And I like, I never have more than like 30 watchers at a time, but I have these weird spasms like on like while the live stream is going. So one of the things that it does is it boots me off and it'll end my live and it flips my camera around. So, I mean, luckily my backyard is beautiful, but it'll flip you around and everybody will see my backyard and then it'll flip you around, but it'll do that mid auction. And I've reached out, I've tried to get it fixed. Uh, they fixed it one time and I did two shows and it was fine. And then I've recently jumped back on and it still does it. And like, I've seen, I've watched people that have like 500 to a thousand people in their live shows and no glitches. They have no issues, but then a little guy, it just gets glitchy. It's, it's, God, it's so annoying. iOS or Android? It's Android. Yeah. It's the Android I thing. I actually yeah. bought a iPhone for this. I'm an Android user, but I have an iPhone to stream. No issues. Smart. Yeah. That's it is the Android because it's a priority. All the features gets launched in Android. I mean, in, in iOS. And then Android is lagging behind. Yeah. That's yeah. valid. So, but the way, I mean, the, it's not good that you had that experience, but what is promising, at least to me, is if should I get on this, you were able to talk to someone, which there's platforms yeah. that you cannot talk to people. No, um, and think, they were I able to seller, I mean, the, the, the response for seller customer service, A1. Okay. Which is good because if they're new and they're growing and they're having difficulties, at least you can get some help, even as a smaller ish seller, not just. These big people. Yeah, they encourage that, Sarah. During orientation, you actually have a group. And so the person gives you their like personal, I mean, from my experience, their personal contact information. That's the business, but they're really responsive. And they do wanna, they do say in orientation that this is kind of like it's a startup, so there are gonna be glitches, but they're really receptive to feedback and getting back to them. So um customer service, I will say, is a plus there. That's awesome. Um, I am going to wrap it up. I don't see any other questions in the chat. I have appreciated everyone's perspective. I hope everyone who's watching has really appreciated it as well and had some thought on whether they want to do it or not. I don't, I mean, my purpose in my channel is not telling you what to do. It's giving you the education to make a decision that's right for your business. Um, and I think everyone here had very valid points for their different business model, as well as the people in the chat. So I really hope that you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, let us know where we can find you. Their Instagram is down below, but if you guys would like to promote your next whatnot show, uh, feel free to do that and come back and put it in the comment as well if you guys want to direct people that way as well or anything else you want to let people know before we sign off i'll go to you kendra if there's anything do you want no. i'm good Follow i have one that show tomorrow yep promote your show is it the same name what's your name on whatnot it's yeah, just michigan thought... inspired okay okay yep then follow me at the hustle b if you guys want fire sneakers we're doing it later tonight <laughs> Maybe I need some sneakers. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, I'll jump in. Does JC get on the shows as well, or is it just you? 
Oh, she's walking around behind the scene. I mean, you, you'll you see her. She'll say hi to the people there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a two-man show for sure. And she, it like, is. I, yeah. everyone needs a JC in their life. <laughs> I need to find one. She, like, has it together in the back end, which is why I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't have a JC that does all that for me. Mr. Styles, where are you at? <laughs> uh, no, Mr. Styles is not. I mean, you heard it. Off he, limits. He supports it. He supports it, but he doesn't want much to do with it. He'll do the number stuff sometimes. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. I am doing a live next week as well on eBay open. So eBay open starts on Wednesday. So we'll be coming when it's over with two people that I went to eBay headquarters with. So we will be sharing, I don't want to say dirt because there's not really dirt or gossip, but we'll be sharing kind of our experience at eBay headquarters, things that we learned straight from eBay executives, as well as kind of a wrap up to day one of eBay open that is up. So you guys can hit the notifications for that as well. And then I have a big announcement tomorrow that's up. So go ahead and hit a notification for that as well. And I hope everyone has a wonderful Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you guys. Bye everyone.